Welcome to Scoop News Group's podcast series on IT modernization in government, underwritten this week by Google Cloud. I'm your host, Wyatt Cash, and in today's episode, we're talking about the importance of transforming the way government works. Our guest today is Gary Danoff, Global Head of Google Workspace with Google Cloud. Gary has been in the software business for more than two decades and specializes as an executive coach, working with leaders, customers, and partners on ways to collaborate on Google Workspace across federal, state, local, and higher education markets. Gary, thanks so much for joining us and welcome to the program. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here with you and all of your listeners. Thank you. Terrific. Well, as we know, the effects of the pandemic are still having a ricocheting effect on the way people interact, including in the workforce. Now, as government leaders evaluate how they will bring employees back into the office, they have an opportunity to reconsider the way their teams will interact with each other and citizens. So, Let me start first, uh, Gary, by asking what considerations should agency leaders keep in mind to create a thriving environment? You've got that right, Wyatt. I mean, you can't go to any media platform or print platform and read something about the hybrid work environment. What will it be? How will people survive it? How are we all going to do it? Just in preparing for the show here today with you, I, I read a lot from a variety of sources, and I realized that there's something missing in everything that's being said and promoted, and that is recognizing the emotional and psychological aspect for government workers and, and really anybody in coming back to the physical office. And and here's a short story as to why I think that's where government leaders should first look. I had the chance, having been vaccinated this past weekend, to visit some relatives. So I haven't seen in person, obviously, for 14 months. And I have to tell you, it was a little strange as much as I wanted to see them and wanted to hug them and everybody being vaccinated following the CDC guidance we did, it was just a, a bit of a surreal experience. So I think government leaders should look to the fact that people are going to feel a little awkward about being able to come back to the office and how they're going to come back to the office. And so leaders should communicate with some empathy about that human factor that's really going on before we even talk about technology. So that's an interesting insight. So what can leaders do to help support their employees during this transition? When I think about the transition, I think that people are looking for structure. There's been so much that's been unstructured in our lives during the pandemic. And one thing that leaders could do, and it's a chance for leaders themselves to evolve or change how they work just a little bit, is provide some common structure in video meetings like in Google Meet and in-person meetings. And many people already do this, providing purpose, process, and payoff hey, here's why we're getting together today. Here's what you can all expect. I've published an agenda in advance on a Google Doc that everybody can access very easily. People can comment into it. And so to the extent that leaders can conduct both in-person and video meetings, that is hybrid work environment, similarly, that will create some structure and psychological comfort for people participating in those meetings. We call that TEA, allowing people to kind of get at their thoughts, emotions, and actions, actions are so important, that will happen from a meeting and what's expected of them to get that done. Talking about collaboration and collaboration tools, what kinds of features should agency leaders be aware of or take advantage of in this sort of hybrid arrangement? There are so many tools out there. You know, there's Google Workspace, there's Microsoft O365, there's Teams, there's Slack, there's 
workplace from Facebook. There's there's a lot of things out there and really a lot of organizations are using many different things. I think the features in Google Workspace that existing and government customers who are new to Google Workspace should take advantage of, should really leverage is frankly the kind of the one place, one interface way that you can get to collaboration, the way that you can have a doc, a slide, or a spreadsheet where everybody can comment in quite easily, color-coded, just jump right into it. You can incorporate that into a live video meeting. Then when you're back in the office real time, you can all be sitting around in a conference room or separated working on the same document. So the ease with which you can do that with voice gestures, with keyboard gestures, and one day through augmented reality, those types of connections of the human to the technology will engage people more and make it more comfortable for them to shift rather seamlessly between working at home and working in the office. The one other thing I would add to that, that is something really cool that government leaders could do, and some have already done it, is start their own YouTube channel where they speak to the audience of their employees and really even the citizens in their particular locality or city or town or province um, about what's happening, what they're doing, and what can be expected. So you can take advantage of those different tools, all of which are about collaboration and broadcasting in order to create a connection in both the hybrid and the in-person workplace. Well, Gary, can you share some recent examples that you've run into where agencies are effectively future-proofing their mission work using modern collaboration tools? What a fun phrase, future-proofing, as if (laughs) it's all set for the future, like we don't really know what the future is going to bring. Maybe we should recast that phrase to future-capable, future-possible, future-ready, just having fun with that expression because it's, it's been around so much. But yes, a couple that come to mind who are taking great advantage to set themselves up well. Um, The state of Iowa, for example, has virtual training and virtual inmate visitation where people who are incarcerated and are entitled to visit their loved ones or have visits, those can happen with proper governance and restriction using Google Meet and the meetings themselves being custodied and complied through Google Drive. The U.S. University Services, University Health System, medical students with a great emphasis on security, they make all their training available virtually as well as in classroom. And the idea of simulated training using augmented reality with technologies that are likely coming from Google is something where they will be future-proofing what they offer and how they offer it. And again, keeping people connected in both the virtual and the in-person world, that is the hybrid world. And lastly, A couple of states have done a really heads up, fast reaction plan for getting people back to work using both state and federal stimulus money. Both Wisconsin and Rhode Island have stood up virtual career centers where citizens can get help with things as fundamental as recasting their resume, online coaching sessions, and finding out where to apply, how to apply. And they can actually be walked through the application process using a combination of Google Workspace and some um, Google Cloud backend processes. Those are some examples of government agencies who I think are really future-proofing some of the services that they're required to offer to their citizens. And lastly, Gary, do you have any final recommendations or maybe best practices or tips that you might share with our listeners? 
You know, keep learning. One of the things that people miss about coming back to the office, which they will crave, is is A, the human connection because we are social animals, B, a learning environment, and C, the opportunity for kind of water cooler conversation. So know that that's one of the big things that people are going to get and crave in coming back to the human office experience versus the virtual office experience and, and do your best. Let's all do our best to make sure that we provide time and space for those, those things to happen. The other thing that I think is not so technology-based, but is really important. It's one of the silver linings, if I could be so brave as to say that, that can come out of COVID is that we've been working cross-generationally more than we have before because we're on video calls with people of all ages, new to the workforce, in the workforce, and maybe even getting ready to leave the workforce. And there's some research from an organization called CloverPop, which shows that Multi-generational teams, those that have, get this, a 25-year age span in them, produce outcomes which are 75% more likely to have a positive outcome than those with either a smaller span or no span at all. So my point there is while we're coming back to the office, let's take back to the office with us the really good things that have happened in being forced to collaborate uh, across generations, cross-culturally, cross-ethnically, and cross-geographically by all the time that we've spent working from home. Well, that's a really interesting finding and actually very encouraging to hear as well. Something for all of us to be thinking more about. I wish we had a little bit more time, but I'm afraid we're going to have to leave it there for today. Gary Denoff, thanks so much for joining us to talk about ways to transform how government works through collaboration tools. Thank you, Wyatt. And thanks to Google Cloud for underwriting today's episode. Look for more from our IT Modernization in Government series on fedscoop.com or statescoop.com and our FedScoop and Statescoop radio channels on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn. This is Wyatt Cash. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs>